everyone, thank you for listening to How Are You Podcast, a mental health podcast where uh, weekly or monthly or how many ever times I want, I will sit down with someone uh, at a table somewhere around the city, whether it be my house or somewhere else that's quiet, and we'll have an honest conversation about their relationship with their own mental health and talk a little bit more about our understanding as we continue to battle uh, the demons that we have inside. Uh... This first week's guest, uh, and probably the first guest, not probably, you are the first guest, uh, is the wonderful Anne King. Hi. To say hi to the microphone. Hi, microphone. <laughs> uh, thank you so much. For, I'm not, not going to play with things on the table. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for being the first. Thank you very much for having me. Um, real quick to the microphone, uh, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good today actually pretty good and out of a uh, 10 how would you how would you rate your day i give it i give it a seven a seven that's high it's pretty good i don't know how people usually determine sevens on the scale mm-hmm. but i think it's pretty good i think it deter- like i think you have to compare it to the days before and after that's and true i guess that's how a rating scale relevance. goes um and really quick to the microphone once again mm-hmm. uh give the elevator pitch of who you are what kind of defines you if you're talking not to put me on the spot or anything, <laughs> just who are you? Eight seconds, go. Um, my name is Anne. I'm a student at the university right now doing environmental studies. Um, I'm more than that. I have other things I do. I don't know. I like to spend a lot of time with friends. Um, I'm studying environmental studies um, so that I can get into policy of environmental impact assessment and... I think that's all. That's all. That's good enough. That's not all, but it's, it's I mean, everything that's needed. If I were just meeting you, I'd be pretty impressed by that elevator pitch. <laughs> Thank you. But I've met you before, and I'm not as impressed. <laughs> and I'm not very impressed with you. Um, I'm here in my work clothes, so. Hey, I am too. I never change out of these bad boys. Um, I guess the first thing I want to talk about is one, uh, as this first episode, is just a nice little honest conversation about... Uh, our mental health. Uh, I'm someone who maybe wasn't as vocal about my mental health, but now as I'm growing up in age and uh, the end is near, (laughs) um, I want to start kind of having these conversations with people about how mental health affects us and what we see our relationship. Because I truly believe it is a relationship. uh, And sometimes it's with yourself and Mm -hmm. the things that you feel inside. Um, But firstly, how would you, what's your story with mental health? Let's start there. Um, I'm going to actually start with recent and go backwards a hey, little bit. do the old Benjamin Button. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so my mental illness is Benjamin Button disease. Oh, no, I'm kidding. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, I actually just went to my psychiatrist. Um, I've been going every four months. That's the doctor that writes the prescriptions. I don't leave there feeling warm and fuzzy. Makes He's sense. the one that makes me fill out the surveys and says yeah okay yeah continuing to take these drugs huh um and he he declared me um not cured but i experienced life as a neurotypical person again which is pretty cool that is pretty cool yeah so it might be a little tougher but um the treatments that i've been doing have been working so i have anxiety and depression nice nice Um, nice nice um i struggled with disordered eating in high school um and still work on it but 
at this point in my life, it is no longer the heaviest thing I carry. That's good. I feel like one of the biggest things that can that's like a major breakthrough is when you start to maybe start to love your body. Yeah. Which is a hard thing. I totally had to fake it at first. Yeah. I had to just like look in the mirror and be a total liar and just go, I love those hips, right? They <laughs> <laughs> don't, but I'm here for tonight too. Uh, yeah, I have two big mirrors in my upstairs bathroom, like when I shower. Mm-hmm. And when I enter the shower in the morning, it is like, first of all, when you wake up in the morning, you're probably not the happiest person. Um, Statistically, I'd say least happy. Yeah part of the day and then looking at yourself in the mirror especially if you don't like how you look is like just an awful way to start the day it's a real treat (laughs) it's a real treat um when did you first start (laughs) the thing that popped in my head (laughs) when was the first time you started to realize you're different (laughs) which is not the the way the other girls i've always been different um but when did you start to discover that um something was off you know? Yeah. I definitely struggled with it in high school, but didn't know it consciously yet. Um, and the summer after I graduated, I was set to go on this um, international adventure in the fall to be a nanny overseas. Um, and as that date got nearer and nearer, things started becoming clearer and clearer. <laughs> was this supposed to rhyme? Clearer and clearer. Um, I carried a calendar with me everywhere with all the... Like I had a countdown. I could tell yeah. you how long it was going to be till I left. Um, and then one week, it was, I was a camp counselor. It was a particularly stressful week at camp. Um, and I just kind of, something snapped. I was laying in bed, and my kids were over at the pool. And I was the legal guardian for these children. And I was going, I have to go see these kids. I have to go make sure they're safe. And I just couldn't. Yeah. And that's when I realized it. Something snapped that week, and yeah. Yeah, and... I, the same as with me is that I can like remember the day, yeah, right, um, which is so weird that it's like a ch- like a quick change sometimes, and maybe it's not for everyone, yeah. But we, especially the people I've talked to, is that there will be one moment in your life that kind of like switches and turns on the the, the old depression switch, <laughs> <laughs> and you spend your life trying to find that little sucker to turn off. Where was that? I bumped into that somewhere, but it's. Yeah, and now that I look back, I go, when did that start? Like, I can't yeah. think of the day it started, but I can think of the day I realized it. And it was a long time uh, in between there. Here's a hard question. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> Would you change that moment? Like, if you could go back and, uh, like, let's say the, the time traveler Anne came mm-hmm. back and said, I'm taking you back to this moment, and you can do one thing different, and you'll never feel this way. Would you do it? Knowing the life that you've lived so far? I don't think I would. Right? I also don't think I would. And this brings me to my point of why I wanted you to be the first guest is because I feel out of everyone I've met that is vocal with their mental health, I feel like you're the most socially aware of others. (laughs) This is great audio content. My eyeballs are right wide. Um, I say this because I remember being, I hate parties. Parties are the worst for me. Um, I will often find a spot to stand and sit and be there. And every party I've been at with you, been at with you, you'll always text me because you've Hmm. noticed. I think out of anyone I've met, 
you're someone... I also like to think that I'm sometimes socially aware of others. Um, but I feel like I've learned that from you. Like, to be, like, just aware of the surroundings and aware of, like, I'm also feeling this way. And there's probably others in this room who feel this way. are not doing well. <laughs> Thank you. That's a really nice thing to say. Uh, <laughs> now I'm lost at words. So you're <laughs> lost at words. Um, We're just staring at each other all happy. Yeah. Um, do you feel like you can see mental illness in others? <laughs> <laughs> I hate laughing so much, and I don't want this to seem like... Mental illness is the funniest thing when you have it. But it's good to talk about it and sometimes oh, laugh sure. uh, at, at the darkness that's inside, the labyrinth. Um, but do you see, can you feel like when others are off, like your spidey sense? Absolutely. Um, especially now that it's not the heaviest thing I'm carrying. Oh. I can, I have the energy to look outwards a little bit more. And I can see someone doing exactly what I used to do, or exactly what I still do often. Yeah. Um, especially with disordered eating, I can mm-hmm. see it. You just Normal people don't pick up and put down the same piece of lettuce that many times. <laughs> or like, I noticed that you didn't put that salad dressing on. Just You just notice things more. And yeah. With I... anxiety, it's definitely more... Mm-hmm visible i think if you've had it because we all have our own ticks like Mm -hmm. your own anxiety ticks so i definitely pick up when i can see someone biting on their nails or like legs bumping Mm -hmm. shoulders thrumping (laughs) all those things but i can tell when someone's not in the greatest state of where they are right um especially now that i'm like a teacher if that's what you'll call me Mm -hmm. will you call me that I'll call you Cam. <laughs> All right. I'll take that for now. Cam the teacher. Uh, oh, thank you. Um, I can see it in my students, especially, which really? I feel like is a weird superpower. But, like, I can tell when someone's off. Yeah. And then they'll be caught surprised when I mention something. Like, they don't expect people to notice. Yeah. Which I know is how I felt in high school. Is, uh, I would, like, have down days and I'm like, oh, no, I'm, like, I'm just invisible. No mm-hmm. one sees me. When I was writing my... 12-year-old poetry. Yeah. That's not a joke, really. <laughs> no, I have some 12-year-old poetry, too. And it is. Oof. It's so cringy, it's a little funny. Yeah, I think I wrote one in grade 12 called, oh, The Invisible Man or something. Oh. And I remember I was at a friend's house. For some reason, I felt inspired, and I wrote it on my Blackberry Messenger. I Do you still know. have it? No. I might, actually. I'll have to look. The cliches are so prevalent in that early stuff but also not early stuff i'm talking like i'm an artist (laughs) in my later works um but i feel like the cliches are cliches for a reason i mean yeah darkness is a really good word for it and all the all the cliches we carry about mental illness i think work so what's a fun thing you call your mental illness like what's your little i hate to call it a cute pet name um you call it your good buddy? <laughs> no, no. Um, I I will always call it like my storms. Mm. Okay, I feel like sometimes people who are struggling with mental illness will then they will kind of liken their mental illness mm-hmm. to something that they can see, so okay. that it maybe doesn't it's seem as abstract. yeah right. Yeah. So I'd always call it my storms, and I'd be like, they come and they go, and it's. Because it's hard to talk about your mental illness, so 
using a metaphor to like say uh this is what it's like and then people can start to understand oh it's like rain it comes and goes and you can't really control it right and i'm just a poet at heart (laughs) (laughs) man we're in the right medium for artistic introspection yeah um i think of mine as a different person yeah that's lying to me i like that that's i think the one that i go with is there another person and they're not telling the truth and sometimes I can logic my way out of it. And even when I can logically tell myself, yeah, they're lying to me. That My depression is lying to me today. It still doesn't feel like they're lying to me. Yeah. And the biggest thing is, um, uh, as this podcast will share and as my Instagram feed will share, is that I'm working on a fringe play that is entitled My Good Buddy Depression. Um, and the inspiration behind it, this is this podcast is not a <laughs> like way to promote the show, um, but please go. Uh, <laughs> but kind of the thought of behind is that our thoughts in our head hold a weight, which I don't think a lot of people realize is how strong sometimes our own words hurt mm-hmm. and and hold us down like physically. Like let's go back to um, the pool and the kids. Like, what was your mind telling you? My mind was telling me to get up and go take care of the kids who I was being paid to take care of. And my body was just going, no, you need to lay here. You need to stay here. And I don't even remember why. I don't know if I was anxious or just too tired mentally. Yeah. But there was just something that was telling my body... Yeah, you need you need to stay here. You need to sit down for a little bit. Relax. Unplug maybe a little bit. Take your feet out. <laughs> Reevaluate what brought you to this moment here. Um what's uh what's something that really gets your anxiety going? You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I really do. Like I don't want to say trigger, but yeah. Like um, something that you that you know that you've like you've marked in your head of things of like because i think sometimes now that we've uh i'm making a hand gesture on the table for no reason but (laughs) uh like we know how we feel and we know sometimes things that like uh upset us uh we start to mark them in our minds and be like okay i know this is coming i'm gonna try to prepare for this better Nick and I've already mentioned parties is a big one for me. Right. And as much as I try to build myself up, I'm always in that same corner, sitting on that same couch. Just make your jokes and make it work as long as you can. Um, what gets me? I more notice when I've been got. <laughs> you got got. I've been got. Like When I'm writing in my journal a lot, in my day planner, mm-hmm. and I realize I've got... Um, a page and a half to-do list that I've broken down into tiny little steps. I think it's when I have a lot to do. Yeah. That's, yeah. When it's not just one task that I can focus on, it's more than one. It it becomes harder for me to keep that many things going. And that's when I sort of dissolve. Not There's a great spoon analogy of like mental health. For the spoon analogy? Where they're like... I don't have any more. You only have a number of spoons you can give out. 
um, to the things you need to do. Like, you know, I'll give a spoon to go to the shower. <laughs> it's like a form yeah. of currency. <laughs> and then suddenly you have no more spoons to give. So you have to start thinking yeah. about which spoons you want to place where. Yeah. Like, I need to eat breakfast. So I'm making sure one spoon goes there. Yeah. And then I should probably shower at some point, so I'll save a spoon on the sideline for that. Mm-hmm. Then eventually you run out of spoons sometimes. Sometimes I can wash those spoons to continue with our artistic metaphor here (laughs) but i'll wash the spoons and i I can go i know i need seven spoons today and i only have five so i know that if i can remember that i have all seven things i can make that work i can reuse one of them um but if i forget about one of the spoons and then i realize i need another one and i realize oh right i said i was gonna do this i need to do this that's yeah but if i write down all the things i need to do break it down into even grab towel, get into shower, turn on shower. Lather, rinse, repeat. (laughs) (laughs) I think one thing I've never been good at is making those lists, making those things I need to do. Really? I think a lot of people get very upset with me because I'm so scattered-brained because I never, like, mark down the things I need to do or the things that I'm important. And part of it's probably because I take after my dad. I'm very forgetful. But as soon as things start piling on, I'll forget the things that maybe I don't need to... That aren't as important to right. me in that moment, but are important to other people. And then that's where I get into this trap of, oh, I forgot my nephew's birthday. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, boy. Sorry you... about that one. Um, that's one thing I've I've always wanted. I've tried, like, writing, and, like, I've, I'll go and buy a nice journal, and I'll be, feel good about it for mm-hmm. a couple of weeks, and then I'll just get lost. I have so many plans for this journal. Where did it go? Yeah. What journal? No? Sorry. And I think part of it is I just hate my writing. So I don't... Like you're printing? Yeah, my or printing. Okay. Which uh, I, <laughs> I don't know if it's like a cue for my mental health to look at this god-awful like <laughs> writing and be like, it's telling me to shower, but it looks so weird <laughs> type of thing. Um, I think I would like to go into our first segment, if that's all right with you. I would love that. Uh, the, the first segment that I've coined... That will probably stay is what's the worry? <laughs> because I love it. because uh, the first segment is about what's what's worrying you this month or this week or today. What's the thing that uh, doesn't feel right that you know? Um, I'm going into a little surgery on Monday. Um, I'm getting a cyst taken out of me. It's definitely a benign one. It's yeah. a simple procedure, um, but I'm out for a couple weeks. I'm. Like you can't do anything. I can't lift more than 10 pounds for like six weeks or something. So I'm really worried about the recovery right now. And just, are people going to visit me? Am I going to mm. get bored? Am I going to get in my head? Am I going to... I just have a million questions about it. Are you someone who needs to stay active to kind of like... Because once you sit down and you start to think, that's when problems start to arise. It's when I'm alone. Mm. I don't have to be active. But if, if I'm sedentary is that the word is yeah sedentary <laughs> with a person beside me i'm fine yeah i would say i'm the same yeah the moment i'm alone yeah or like if i don't have something on a saturday night saturday nights hit me hard but i have like nothing to do and that's the night that my brain decides to start thinking about the things that maybe aren't the best in my life <laughs> oh um Rest but relaxation yeah back to this uh this this cyst um <laughs> And that's that's holding you down. That's that's. Yeah, 
I had no idea how much physical health weighed on mental health. Yeah. And before I had a surgery date, it was all I could think about was, this is inside me. This is inside me. Yeah. It's all I think about. Yeah, this... How dumb I will always think of, like, when people are like, oh, you just, like, go exercise. That's what my parents would always say in high school. They'd be like, go for a walk. And I'd be like, oh, it's not... A walk's not going to fix everything. Like, I need help. But how much a walk actually, like... Yeah. Just moving. Yep. Helps. But getting to the walk, mm. it's... Yeah. Okay, there's five things I have to do. Put on my shoes, put on the right clothes, yeah. put on... Get off this couch. That's reverse order. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, mine is like, I'll take my dog, so I need to like get the harness on. I need to get the leash, get the poop bags, put in my old earphones. But then sometimes I'll get stuck and be like, oh, I don't really... I have nothing to listen to. Or like nothing... Yeah. If I have something to listen to that I'm very excited about... Which maybe is a reason for this podcast. Maybe this will help people to get up and off their couches with their shoes. Um, if I don't have anything planned to listen to, then I'm like, I don't want to go for a walk. I feel the same about driving. I spend oh, a lot yeah. of time on the road, and I dread getting in that car if I don't have a podcast yeah. queued up or something like that. Yeah. Any hot recommendations on podcasts that you love? Um, there's this great new one called How Are You? <laughs> <laughs> I We've listen- made it. We've made it. <laughs> Full circle. Um, I listen to The Adventure Zone. It's a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Oh, yes. I've heard about that one. Yep. yep. It's a guilty pleasure that I'm not too guilty about anymore. <laughs> I just listen to it for the second time. Nice. It's and cool. they have a lot of episodes. Yeah. Something like Tons. 70 in the first season and 30 in the next. Uh, I'm a big fan of uh, Last Podcast on the Left. Have you heard of it? I've heard a lot about it. I've yeah. never gotten to it. They're just a bunch of funny uh, people who talk about serious, dark, serial killer things. That sounds like my brain. Yeah, it's quite funny. Um, But yeah, and uh, so you're out for two weeks. Two Two weeks off work and then... Paid? Unpaid? Yep, yep. (laughs) Which one? (laughs) Yep. It's a good question. Um, Oh no, it caused (laughs) caused a new worry. No, I um, I have the time off. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. It's worked in. Oh, that's nice. That's like one thing of like... Yeah, I don't have to worry about making money in that time or disappointing anyone at work or anything like that. Have you lined up any good books to read in that time? I have a pile that has been there since Christmas that I'm actually going to get into. I started Ishmael. It's a good one. And I won't won't reveal where you live. I would never. Um, but I feel like you live in a nice, like... Live in the country. A nice relaxation place. Would you disagree with me? I would certainly agree with you. I love to, like, lay in my hammock. Yeah. But my little worry brain is going, what if you tear a stitch getting out of your hammock? Oh, no. It, it won't happen, but that's what my brain is No, asking. yeah, I'm saying, oh, no, because I never <laughs> thought of that. But that would definitely be a worry. Yeah. But I have a deck. I have patio chairs. Patio chairs. Pat- patio lanterns, baby. <laughs> Listen to that song. Baby. <laughs> baby. Um, yeah, that's tough. That's not fun. Any type of surgery is like... No. I know sometimes just going in for like a dentist cleaning, I'm like, I need a couple days. <laughs> like, no one talk to me. <laughs> I need to mentally prep yeah. myself. Yeah, surgery is not a fun one. I feel like the more I say it, the more I'm like... <laughs> I am feeling so cutting, much better about it. Thank you. Cutting deep. Um, but it's good to talk about. Yeah. Right? 
yeah. as me trying to save this podcast episode. <laughs> Which is kind of, I feel like, um, we a lot of us have so many worries that we feel are just dumb or mm-hmm. stupid. And sometimes it's just like the small things of like, oh, if I put chicken out this morning and if I get home and it's not like I have a two hour time frame, if it's not thawed by then, I'm f- fucked. <laughs> oh, no. There goes the explicit tag on iTunes. Yeah. Hey. No, but I, no, yeah. no, no, no. Um, but like sometimes just saying the worry out loud is like half the battle. Yeah. Or even a quarter of the battle, which is still some of the battle. It's a lot of it. Just. Yeah, just to say, I'm worried about this thing. And then hearing it out loud. Oh, my depression can't lie to me about that. My anxiety can't lie to me about that. I've already said it out loud. You can't change my mind, old (laughs) depression in the noggin. Um, Are you someone who shies away from, like, sharing your worries? Or telling people your worries? No. I would say I I don't think you are. I talk a lot. And that's good. If anyone tells you otherwise, get them out of your house. (laughs) Because they shouldn't be there. Yeah, I talk about it. Yeah. Do you? Um, I I struggle to. As much as like I like to think I'm this open vessel of like yeah. I definitely will like let people know that I'm I struggle with mental health, but then when it comes to like sharing the thoughts, I'm still very hesitant. I get that. Cuz I don't want to seem like one I think is I don't want people to be like, "Oh, this this old guy again. What's your worry this time?" Or heard that one before. Buddy, just take the chicken out earlier. (laughs) It's fine. Uh, The second one is like, sometimes I don't think I've formulated the feeling in my head enough to say it out loud. Yeah. Like, I know I'm worried about this, but if I say this now, people are going to be like, you are, this is dumb. Why why are you worried? But it's not, because there's so many more layers than you can articulate. A big one is like if I if there's a lot of wind outside, sometimes it's weird. If I can sense like a big storm coming on, I'm like maybe it's just like the old like dramatic irony of like I've likened my depression to a storm, so when a real storm comes, I'm like, Oh, tie down the ropes <laughs> I've read Shakespeare, I know what happens <laughs> yeah, next. Yeah. Um but even that is like I don't know what it is. So if I tell someone, like, I can't come out tonight, the wind, <laughs> it's like, what the hell is this guy thinking? Sounds like an excuse, but it's real. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, w- I wouldn't say that I'm someone who's just like, I'm like, I'm good to go. Like, I, I, I don't share a lot, which is also bad. I should share more. Yeah. Which is maybe, like, why this podcast has come to be is that, like, Let's start talking more about mental health and let's not be so scared. Yeah. And someone asked me the other day about activism and what your activism looks like when it's not a post on Facebook. Yeah. And I realized I don't know. I don't know if I have any concrete actions I take. Yeah, that's a tough one. Like, I think... uh... The whatever entity that's out there that you believe has given me some sort of fun voice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and to start just having this conversation with people about like what 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 what's going on? <laughs> How are you? <laughs> How are you? Um, I, I'll I'll share my worry yeah. of the week. I'm sorry, I keep doing that radio announcer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, Continue. What's your there word? 
What's your worry, Cameron? Tell me. Oh, I got uh, I got goosebumps now. Um, <laughs> my worry is, um, uh, I think the thing that's I got a weird pain in my knee, which maybe isn't like I know it's nothing. It's the wind. It's the wind. But sometimes, like my joints, I'm so old that my joints will hurt if there's a weather change. But there's no weather change. But today, like, just my knee was like a little painful. Yeah, that's worrisome. Physical health impacts mental health. It impacts. And then when you think about what you want to do tonight, I don't know if I can go for a walk. My knee hurts. Yeah. And even just, or even like, I'm a little bit sick too, Mm -hmm. and that takes a toll on someone. If you're not 100% like physically feeling great, you're not 100% mentally great. Not at all. Because it's like, if you, if I can paint this picture of your, yourself, your self care is this nice castle, and uh, your physical health is the walls. If one wall's down, it's easier to breach that castle. <laughs> yeah, that's a good metaphor. Hey, I've got a bunch of them in a bag. <laughs> Pull one out and read it. Um, yeah, that's my worry of the week. Worry of the day, just a little pain in the old knee. I'm sorry to hear it. That's fine. I think it's because the thought I had today, the, the depression thought I had, was I think I'm holding too much weight <laughs> like in my top half. That it's taking a toll on my knees. But I know it's not true. Like you might have bumped it or something. Yeah, that's probably it. But it spins out. But I'm like, oh, I've got like, I'm putting on too much weight. <laughs> my knees can't keep up anymore. Do I need to take more <laughs> vitamin D? Am I eating a balanced diet? Oh, I need to cut those breakfast sandwiches in the morning, <laughs> that's for sure. Um, Never yeah. enough. Never enough. Uh, and uh, I'll jump right into the last, last little segment we have of uh, this, this episode. Jump on in. Um, and that segment is, the first one was, uh, What's the Worry? And this one is called, What's Working? What's Working? And in this segment, what we talk about is, <clears throat> what's the one thing this month... That, self-care wise that not maybe you can give to other people to try but what's the thing that's working for you sleeping enough oh isn't that the holy grail yeah that's on how to prevent depression get lots of sleep get lots of exercise wish i could (laughs) wish i could huh but yeah i've just been putting aside my fomo of like my fear of missing out on Mm, something with friends or Whatever's Good thing on. you said that acronym because I thought it was a nice little noodle dish. <laughs> FOMO. FOMO. Um, what t- what time are you uh, on a on a bad on a not a bad day but a medium day? Mm-hmm. Uh, your average bedtime. Eleven thirty. Eleven thirty. That is, and I have to be up by six. Yeah, that's a toughie. That's not enough sleep. Have you done that thing on your iPhone where you set the like alarm for? If I want eight hours of sleep, and this is my alarm in the morning, your phone will remind you of when you should go to bed. I haven't because I'm afraid yeah. of what it will tell yeah. me. It's like six o'clock. <laughs> oh, don't get home till five thirty. I'm screwed. Yeah, you're you're up in five hours. I know. I have another episode. I re- I really yeah. have to get through this. Sorry. A good a good series will stop you from getting sleep. Which is sometimes like your self care is like. I want to go home and watch a couple episodes of Survivor, and then... <laughs> Isn't that buck wild? You realize Survivor has 39 seasons, and you're like, oh, I'm not sleeping for <laughs> months. <laughs> so many tribal councils. <laughs> um, 
But would you say, because this is something that's working, yeah, that you've been getting more sleep this week? Definitely. Definitely. I've just been putting aside feeling like I'm missing out on anything and just gone to bed. If it's 8.30 and I'm tired, I'll go to bed and text my friends and say, sorry, I'm going to bed early tonight. See you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I think my bedtime has been like, this week it's been midnight. But Ooh. that's because I've been stuck on HBO series Barry featuring Bill Hader, uh, which is a high recommend on my list. Okay, good to know. Um, but that's been stopping me from sleeping because I'll just watch a couple episodes before bed. And there's no commercials where no you can commercials. psych yourself up to go yeah. to bed between. It gets you. Or they have good cliffhangers. And it's like, oh, I'm going to watch the next one. I don't need sleep. I need answers. <laughs> I don't need sleep. I need answers. <laughs> oh, if I could get that on a t-shirt, I'd sell millions. <laughs> um, my working, my thing that's working is uh, <clears> that <throat> I'll go right into the TV series. The thing I've been really into, to the, I've been really into the Toronto Raptors. It's a basketball team. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Not for you, for the audience. <laughs> for those who uh, maybe aren't, <laughs> I don't know, known. Sports um, fans. Sports fans. Uh, they have made it a long way in the, the playoffs for the NBA, and I've been getting excited to watch them. Cool. Which is like a nice little thing, because I'm not usually exp- excited about sports. I was just going to ask. Um, but this happened like maybe three years ago when the Toronto Blue Jays made it far in the playoffs. Uh, and this year it's the Raptors, and it's just been like a nice little like reminder of that there's something for you after work. Which I think is like a thing. Find the thing on TV that you're excited to watch and let that propel you throughout the week. Yeah, I like that. It can be a bad thing or a good thing. Yeah, it can be a guilty pleasure. Watch Survivor. Watch that. I'm not saying Survivor's bad. Maybe one episode I'll help Jeff Probst <laughs> to talk about his mental health. I imagine living on an island for most of your <laughs> life has probably not been well for him. Um, oh boy. Yeah. I'm thinking about him. Hard to think about. I'll send him a get well soon card. I hope he's okay. Oh, uh, he probably loves life. That's his like. That's his FOMO. <laughs> I'm using that acronym wrong. <laughs> I was just gonna say. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's the thing that's working well for me this week is just getting excited about watching something. Cool. And then the nice thing is you kind of clear your schedule, especially if it's like if it's not a Netflix thing. There's something you can yeah. just watch whenever. Like, I know the game is at 6.30, and then I'm like, I'm not doing anything tonight, I'm watching the game. Which is like, a, you're like sneakily telling depression, like, I'm busy, <laughs> don't bother me. <laughs> and you're just doing self-care. Puts on a face mask, yeah. sits in front of the TV, self-care. <laughs> Woo-woo! Um, I'm yeah. fine. That's what's working for me. And that's the end of this episode. Is it? Well, soon, we'll do a little final a thoughts. A little debrief. A little final thoughts. Um, first of all, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you for asking me to be here. How are you after this episode? (laughs) What does that mean? (laughs) How are you doing now? I'm good. Better than before? I am better. We laughed at a lot of dumb things. Yeah, laughing is a big thing. Laughter is the best medicine. It is. Oh, and Lord knows it's the best. Ugh. And wine. Can't get enough of that wine. Laughter and wine. People need to open more laughter and wine bars. Isn't that every bar? I guess so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought it was a new invention, but I've been wrong. Trademark, trademark, trademark. Trademark, trademark. 
Um, anything you want to plug? It doesn't have to be a thing you're doing. Like, oh, guys, um, I've, uh, it's going to be sunny tomorrow. Go for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> because we stuck with TV, I'm going to say you got to watch Working Moms on CBC. Mm. It's really good. It's, yeah. It follows four women in the center, which is really cool. And a lot of it's about their careers instead of men. So that's really cool. That's big. Passes that Bechdel test. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey, 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 it's Fat Albert. Um, <laughs> I'm going to plug, uh, I'm also going to go on this TV thing. Uh, the Detroiters, uh, which is a TV series on Comedy Central, has two seasons. They just ended. Very sad. Um, but it's very funny. It's just a funny show. And it's one of those shows that you can just watch over and over again. I love that. Yeah. Watch the Detroiters. 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 Uh, well, I hope that one thing, I've talked loud enough that this microphone is picked up. Me too. And that my radio announcer, mm-hmm, haven't gotten to whoever's listening. And uh, once again, I thank you. Oh, gosh. I'm, <laughs> this is why I can't do longer than 40 minutes because my voice just <laughs> dies. Um, I want to thank you once again for being the first guest and having this nice little sincere convo. Thanks, Kim. Um, I truly wish you the best with your surgery. Thank you. Um, I will update everyone <laughs> on it afterwards. Um, and uh, thank you for being on How Are You? And uh, Thanks for having me. That's all, folks. Uh, tune in next time when I interview a live bear. <laughs> Again? Again. <laughs> <laughs>